Welcome to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast, where I empower you to achieve your weight loss goals and live a healthier, happier life. I'm your host, Kara Hackelman, a dedicated weight loss coach and advocate for positive change. Join me as we dive into insightful conversations, expert tips, and inspiring stories to help you transform your relationship with food and your body. Get ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and sustainable weight loss. And don't forget to stick around until the end for a special call to action that can kickstart your transformation. Let's get started. I want to talk with you about the about why it's still so hard to lose weight when we have wiped it down to the basics. And so it's that last piece of it. It's that managing our mind, managing our thoughts. As we are learning how to do that, you're going to notice that your brain is a crying toddler who doesn't want to get in line with it. And so you're like, of course, water makes sense. Of course, sleeping makes sense. Of course, only eating when you're hungry and only while you're hungry is making sense. And yet you don't want to do it. You don't want to get all your water in. You don't want to go to bed on time. You don't want to wait until you're hungry. And you don't want to stop when your body has had enough. So why is that? So your body, your brain has lots of opinions. You have lots of thoughts. And since we are probably just starting to figure out how that connects to our food, it's going to sound louder and more imposing than rational thinking. We're probably, at least for me, when I first started losing weight, I can tell you, I was not in a place where I was in a habit of having rational thinking about food. It had been something that I had done forever. So it went either from completely mindlessly eating, whatever it was, or it was very restrictive and I was following a diet and and even then I wasn't super mindful about it. I was just doing whatever I was told to do by the diet. And now you're like, okay, Like we've taken all these rules away, but yet I'm still not, I'm still not doing the basics. That's your brain. So welcome to the club because we all have these toddler tantrum brains and that is what prevents us from even doing the things that seem the most simplistic, the most doable. And that's the part I help with. That's the most thing that holds most people, that's the thing that's the biggest that holds most people back from weight loss and doing those basic, simple, doable habits. So this is what I've got for you. Your brain has lots of opinions. Your brain does not like change. Your thoughts, that's what we're talking about, our mind. You might have heard it called thought work or mindset. And you think, I don't know what those words mean. I'm not getting on a counselor or a therapist's couch. So I'm not sure what that all means. And so the idea of it is that we have lots and lots of thoughts a day that pass through our brain. We have a feeling that is connected to those thoughts. And so we do not like uncomfortable feelings. We do not like to be uncomfortable. And so we have learned that food feels comfortable until we've had too much, right? And then a lot of times we don't like the after effect of what the food has done for us, but the eating it, we get our 
our dopamine hits, we are, you know, feeling comfortable because our belly is getting full, we're warm, cozy. It's those childhood feelings of when you were you were uh, given food as a kid, <laughs> your mom cared for you. So this is what we relate comfort and care to is being fed. However, that comfort and care creates new problems when you're overfeeding yourself. So Learning how to manage your brain is the part that's going to offer you the actual comfort and care so that you're not turning to food and overfeeding yourself. Does that make sense? Okay, I don't have any comments on here, so that sounds good. <clears throat> when you are practicing a new habit, we don't like difference because we have thoughts that it might not work, we might not be able to do it, we might not be good enough. Everybody else takes up all of our time and they should and we should give all of our time to everyone else. So any amount of energy spent on something we want or that, you know, our body might need is that we're selfish. And so we have lots of thoughts. See, and, and all this was just to get maybe another glass of water in a day that we don't have time to slow down in the morning and drink a glass before we start getting ready. We don't have time to sit down for five minutes and plan what we're gonna have before we go to the grocery store. We're just gonna go and randomly grab a bunch of stuff and hope it works out. And so when we have thoughts about our, our simple doable habits, our brain tries to prevent us from doing simple doable habits. And we do what we've always done, because it feels like the path of least resistance, if you've heard of that. However, like I said, it creates new problems. So we didn't go to the store and like have an idea of what we were going to have this week. We didn't take into consideration what our schedule and our kids schedules and that we have a meeting on this night and we're not even going to be home or our kids are uh, going to need to have something fast on this night because we've got back to back practices. Whatever it is, we didn't take that five minutes for ourselves because we could not give that to ourselves. And now we are hitting the drive through because it's fast, it's easy, and it's there. We are just grabbing a bunch of snacks and ordering pizza because that's, that's what we've always done before. So instead, if we had taken five minutes and said, I already know on like Tuesday and Friday, I am... I am so stacked with time. Our brains are not going to be like, I don't have time. I'm already so exhausted. This day has been crazy. And it's going to go on and on and make tons and tons of excuses. So instead, we think through for five minutes and then we plan. That sets us up for everything else, comfort and care, right? And so as you're doing that, you're thinking too, like, what do I enjoy? It is the most loving thing to give your body what it already likes. I know I like certain things. And if I see those planned for the week, I'm like, oh, great. I love that. If I know that there's something on there that I don't really love, or I'm already feeling bloated and miserable, and then we're ordering pizza for the second time for the week, I'm going to feel more bloated and miserable. I am not going to be excited. I'm going to eat the pizza because I'm already so upset. And then I'm going to be more bloated and miserable. So taking care of our mind, taking care of our thoughts, I am worth this time and, and really get to where you believe it. 
Get to where you understand that food solves for hunger. And yes, we absolutely can have foods that we love, that we get very excited about. But anything outside of hunger, it's overfeeding ourselves, which is a form of abuse. And when you start really putting those thoughts in your head that overfeeding myself is a form of abuse. It is physical and mental abuse to overfeed myself. You wouldn't do that to another person. I'm thinking of like the most drastic kind of vision that I can think of. I'm thinking of someone being waterboarded, but with food. And so every time I think about like really overfeeding myself, that's the image that I bring up for myself. I'm laying on a bench, getting waterboarded with food. And that's how I have grown to understand that this overfeeding myself is cruel and inhumane punishment. And I don't treat myself like that. I wouldn't treat you like that. And so I want you to take better care of your, yourself. We're not shoving food in our body because we don't know how to deal with our emotions anymore. Instead, let's figure out how to deal with our emotions. And it starts with what we're thinking about it in the first place. Whatever happened, your boss was a complete jack wagon today. And which my boss sent me a text last night at 9 p.m. That was very funny. So mine is not a jack wagon. But maybe your boss is a complete jack wagon today. And you are having all the thoughts, all the feelings. And at the end of the day, that even maybe you did plan dinner. You cannot think about cooking that dinner that you planned. And so instead of dealing with our feelings, we're trying to grab something fast. Instead of understanding like, it, this is what was said. This is what bothered me. It bothered me because of this. And then we're like, you know what? Now I'm not quite so mad about it. Maybe I was really upset because I'm already upset with maybe your spouse. And that just like felt like uh, one more proof of whatever you were arguing with your spouse about. Dealing with our thoughts, dealing with our mind is going to put the other things back to being simple and doable. It's something that I wasn't raised entirely doing. Nobody ever asked me what I thought or felt about whatever. However, if I was very upset about something, probably like a lot of you, we were comforted with food. We celebrated with food. We were told, go get in bed and I'll bring you chicken soup. You were told, it's okay, we'll go out to dinner tonight. Nobody really feels like cooking. It's okay, we're going to go get ice cream because you did a really good job today. And so everything was food related. That's the only way that many of us learn how to comfort and care for ourselves. Switching to, why am I upset? Why did that bother me? Why can't it be that they're having a bad day? Why does it have to be my bad day? Just some simple questions like that. It takes that energy down so far that now I can still cook dinner tonight. I can... Or if I, if I know like, hey, I am so wound up, if I cook dinner, I am going to eat everything on my plate. Like, maybe I know like, maybe tonight I just need to go to bed early. I'm going to have a couple bites of something that's already quick in the fridge, but like, that's still going to make me feel great in my body tomorrow morning. It's the next best choice. I pivoted 
and I'm showing myself even more care. Maybe I'm going to bed. I'm taking a bubble bath and I'm just going to call it a night. Reset myself and go at it again tomorrow. Whatever it is, that is how we take the ultimate care of ourselves. We think about what we need ahead of time. And then as things happen, because that's what life is, you continue to make changes and pivots so that you can continue taking the best care of yourself. This is exactly what I help people with all the time. I listen to you. I hear you when you're so mad, you're so upset, or you're so confused, or I don't know how to do something. I think I, I don't, I think I told you guys about this. I probably spent about a month this year getting coached on, I don't know. And I didn't know what the next thing to do was. And I didn't know if I was doing it right. And I didn't know what might work. And I didn't know how to do it. And I think I spent a whole month with the words, I don't know, coming out of my mouth. And I was being coached. So the whole time she's questioning me, what do you know? What do you think might be the thing? Like, And it was so helpful to have someone else who didn't believe my story that I didn't know. She believed that I did know something. She knew that I could figure something out. She knew that this was temporary and that as long as I didn't get stuck in it for now and forever, it would be temporary. And coaching is what that is. That's how we figure out a lot of our thought work and our mindset pieces that we're not used to having even come to mind on our own. I wasn't raised that way, and I would probably bet that you weren't either. That's exactly what coaching is. That is how weight loss coaching works. We have very simple, doable habits that create maximum health for you so that your body is getting exactly what it needs. And we coach on all the things in your brain that tell you it's too hard or I can't do it or it's not working. If this sounds like something you are like, I've never done this before. Because that's where mine was. I've shared my story many, many times. I started with, I don't think anything's going to work. I've tried everything out there and nothing's going to work. And then I heard of the weight loss coaching. I thought, I don't know what that is, but it's the one thing I've not done. And I like to prove that I've tried everything before I give up. I don't give up very easily. Um, but I also used to like be very critical of myself in that process. And so I was so glad because I thought, well, I would love for it to work. I'm curious what it's about. And so I went ahead and tried one more thing to see if it would work. And it did. It was the thing that I had never experienced before. I had never put in how I felt and what I was thinking into my weight loss equation before. Never. And so as I did that, I was like, oh, I see why I was so like emotionally wound up that I thought I needed food to be able to be okay with this. I, I recognized a lot of things were not I am a bad eater, it's just habits. I was able to unwind so many things. Why I had the desire to clean my plate every time. What was I thinking about throwing food away? What was I thinking about how everybody at work is always eating out and I thought I had to take my lunch every day if I was going to be a healthy person with a good weight? I had lots of thoughts in my head and understanding that they're not true just because they're in my head was amazing. And I loved my coach for helping me with that. I am offering that to you. 
100% offering that to you. I can offer it to you personally. I can offer it to you in your workplace. I can offer it to you super, super conveniently. We do everything online. Quick Zoom call, 20 minutes a week. If you want to come to a group session, another 20 minutes a week. Super easy. I want to keep it so easily fitting into your schedule that it's something you look forward to, not something that you dread. So if that's something you're wanting, definitely contact me. If you have specific questions, message me. I love answering these questions. I love hearing what part you're interested in that maybe I didn't cover yet or that you didn't understand that I said. If you're like, I'm just I'm just a go, let's get started now. You can start with the free five-day course. It's uh, coachingcara.com forward slash free course, and it will get you started right away. It will teach you those basics and how to start the simple part of weight loss. Start there, and then let's get going with some coaching for you so that you can understand the thought work and the mindset pieces that go into this. I want it to be super simple, super doable. I was going to say super duper, super simple, super doable, so that it's the thing that you're like, I can't believe how hard I made this before. That's what I say all the time. I cannot believe, like it's almost an entirely different person to think about uh, how I used to handle food and my emotions and just all of it. So I want it to be simple and easy for you too. Start with the free five-day weight loss course at website coachingcara.com forward slash free course. And I will talk to you next week. That wraps up another empowering episode of the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. I hope you found inspiration and actionable insights that will propel you towards your weight loss goals. If you're ready to dive deeper and accelerate your progress, don't miss out on our free five-day quick start weight loss course. Head over to coachingcara.com forward slash free course to gain access to a wealth of valuable resources, guidance, and support. The time for change is now, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. Remember, your transformation starts with a single step. Take that step today and unlock the life you deserve. Stay tuned for our next episode, and remember to keep striving for greatness.